Hey everyone, my name is Lisa. Welcome to King Worldwide. I am cognizant of what's going on in this world. At the same time, I'm here to give you the good news of God's glory. And I'm not, we don't deny circumstances, we just deny their right to be truth over us. Yes, amen. You and I are victorious because, oh, thank you, because of Jesus. Again, I need you to know that I, I sense what's going on as well. Just because I get on here and go, woohoo, go, glory to God, yeah, go Jesus. That's true. I do feel that way. I also sense the junk. So we all have choices. Before I was surrendered and free from all the junk, the junk used to be louder than God's word. The Lord showed me, and this is between me and the Lord and I'm here to express to you what God showed me. I am not here to be a good public speaker. I am not here to try to be a, a theologian or a scholar. And I'm certainly not trying to be perfect. I am free. I used to be in bondage. So the, the goal here is what God told me to do is just share what he has done in my life. So there are times when people feel condemnation. There are times when people feel annoyed when I broadcast with my dad I'm cognizant of all those things I'm gonna ask you to look beyond me and let the Holy Spirit guide you and if you're still frustrated after that then just don't participate I'm not being nasty I have gone to the Lord about so many things and he just keeps reminding me that it's his thank you that it's his will he interrupts believe it or not for those of you who think that I have a problem interrupting my dad I've taken this to the Lord many times, and I'm addressing it. I'm cognizant. I appreciate feedback. I didn't ask for feedback, but at the same time, the Lord said, how about you just share that I'm the one, the Lord is saying, I'm the one interrupting. How about that? And I said, well, Lord, that's going to be hard for them to understand. He goes, it's okay. You're not doing your own will here. So I'm going to just keep telling you that. I'm not doing my own will. If we're annoyed with something, let's just go to the word. Today's word is about our victory in Jesus. I knew about Jesus my whole life, but I did not realize what he did for me. And today I'm also going to talk about something that some people are have controversy over, and it doesn't matter to me. I'm cognizant of it, but the Lord said, we're going forward. He delivered me. I'm not perfect, but he delivered me in these ways. So you can either take it or let it go, right? This is from the mirror study translation. Yes, the mirror. You can get your Bible out, whatever volume you have, whatever translation you have, and follow along. I will leave the, um, the detailed uh, scriptures below. But this is in Romans 8, and this is talking about what God has done in us. It was only through this translation with King James and Amplified that I learned how to live and walk in the Spirit. What does that mean? Well, what does the Scripture say? If we live in the Spirit, if we walk in the flesh, we can't walk in the Spirit. What is Galatians? All of Galatians 5, it talks about all these things. Thank you. So, I'm not, and the Lord told me not to change. He said people can brush up and polish, but that is perfection. I just want you to let me speak through you, Lisa, is what the Lord said. And so great. It's not perfect and it's not even close to perfect, but I'm not ever claiming to be perfect. I'm claiming that he's perfect and we let him be God and, and I am very free. 
I'm very sensitive, but I'm also very free. And I want you to be experience that too. God wants all of us to know our identity. And so the word is to be read by the Holy Spirit. And if we don't like something or we don't understand something, we don't we go to God, right? So this is Romans 8. And yes, he is so perfect and he loves each and every one of us. So I'm going to start at 24 and it'd be awesome if you want to follow along in your Bible. And I'm going to read some, I'm this is through the mirror, but I'm going to read what the Lord's told me to share today so that we get, we hear the word spoken, we hear who we are in Christ. So for what we already experience in our heart from having Jesus confirms our hope and continues to fuel our expectation for what we still cannot see. So what that means is that with Jesus in us and we feed on the word and we fellowship with the Lord, we believe there is victory. We believe something good is coming out of all the junk. We don't deny the junk. We deny its right to be the final authority. Okay? 25. In the meantime, our expectation, like my dad talked about on Mondays, takes us beyond visual confirmation into a place of patient contentment. That is so true. So our expectation of what Jesus says about us, it takes us beyond anything else. It, it takes us beyond what we have to see. We don't need President Trump to get on and say, all the disease has stopped, all people are healed, no more deaths. Because we should be seeing that already in the name of Jesus and praying for that. We should be seeing that. But what helps it is that we, we feed on the word and the God feeds us and tells us about patient contentment. The word brings this. Fellowship in the word brings this. Not a speaker, not entertainment. It's the word, all precious. Okay, so we're in Romans 8, 24, 25, 26. And thank you, Kay. You can um, type in if I missed something. So 26, the spirit also sighs within us with words too deep for articulation, assisting us in our prayers when we struggle to know how to pray properly. When we feel restricted, when we in our mind, our flesh, or we feel like frustrated and restricted, listen to this. The Holy Spirit supersedes. And I'm not going to, okay, I'm not going to read every single word. I'm just going to read what the Lord tells me. Um, the Holy Spirit supersedes anything we do and hits the bullseye target every time. So this is telling us that the Holy Spirit does it all. But if we are trying to think through things or we're frustrated or we're, I don't like this, we're blocking the Holy Spirit from moving. We can address it, acknowledge it and say, okay, I'm going to let the Lord handle that. All right, so. The Holy Spirit continues to call things which seem not existent as though they were. Who knows that scripture anyway? That's Romans 4.17. Again, I'll put them on the, um, on the YouTube translation. He is never distracted. He only sees and celebrate, celebrates perfection. So the Holy Spirit is not looking at us to be perfect. He's looking at us to be surrendered, denying our flesh, denying our thoughts, our will, our emotions. The things of this world, I'm going to deny its right to take hold of me. I'm not denying its existence, but I'm denying its right to control me. How about that? We say it that way. So it's the perfection of Jesus Christ, not us, not how good of a speaker we are, not how much we're in the word. The thing about being in the word, we talk about the time in the word because in the similar fashion of time fellowshipping with God as if you're getting to know your spouse or or um, a loved one or a friend you spend time the more you spend time with them the more you understand them know them and and it's fun 
That's the same thing with God and his word. 27. Holy Spirit who scrutinizes the heart understands the intention of the Spirit. His intercession for us is consistent with the blueprint purpose of God. So what God already did in us, right? Jeremiah 1.5, this is confirming. It says, Jesus knew us. God knew us. Even before he fashioned us in our mother's womb. So then you might say, okay, he knew you and he fashioned you. So why are you going through this junk? We're going through this junk because we are on a cursed world. God sent us here for a job. We're in the army of the Lord. When we can get our eyes off ourselves and off our families and off what we need and off what we're doing and off what we want, if we get our eyes off ourselves, then we can see the big picture. The big picture is that we're already redeemed when we accept Jesus by the blood of the Lamb, the word of our testimony, and that we let God be God in us, and then he teaches us how to enforce victory over the junk. There's so much junk, and you know why it continues to exist? It's because in the past, it's not current, because now the body of Christ has stepped up, and there are a lot of praying people, and their faith might not be totally on, but they're believing God. Well, that's a start. Until we can get to, we take our seat of authority every morning and tell the principalities and powers and rulers of the darkness of this world where they need to go, which is out. They're under our feet. They have no power. It's not in Lisa, and it's not in Roy, and it's not in a ministry. It's in the body of Christ. It's in Jesus, in you, and in me. And it's so exciting when we see what we have. Okay, we're going to keep going. So then we will know, even as we've always been known, and that scripture will know who we are, uh, 1 Corinthians 13, 12. This is to be filling you up and realizing who you are in Christ. Because until we know who we are, we don't know what to do. We feel like we're victims. But we're not. We are to rule and reign just like Jesus did. Jesus had to go so that he could send the Holy Spirit, which is basically Jesus in all of us, rather than one Jesus as a human. Now, it's basically Jesus in all of us who will accept it. And we can rule and reign. And there's greater works can be done, just like isn't it John 14, 12 says, or 12, 14, 12. Greater things can be done, not because we're greater. That's the secret, people. It's get out of ourself. It's not how great we can be. It's really how less we can be and how more we can let God be. So Holy Spirit knows us so much better than what we know about ourselves. He intercedes for us. He persuades us about the Father. It's not about us needing to be, like God doesn't need to be persuaded. He picked us. He chose us. He put us here, and he chose us for this time. To me, it's the biggest honor to be chosen for such a time as this. Wherever, whenever has there been stuff going on like this to the degree. That means that when we allow Jesus in our heart to be God in and through us, that means he trusts us that we'll let him be God, and he can move through our vessel. And that's what it's all about. The victory that I walk in is not about Lisa. Lisa got out of the way. How often do I have to say it? I don't think people get it yet because if they did get it, then they wouldn't be upset or frustrated with anything that I do right or wrong. It's not about me. And I am refreshing others. Glory to God. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. And the thing is, we all grow and we all learn and it's the spirit of God within us. Number 28. This is Romans 8, 28. We know what it says in King James and amplified and other things, but listen to it this way. Meanwhile, we know that the love of God causes everything. So it's the love of God causes everything to mutually contribute to our advantage when we're serving him, when we love him, make him first. His master plan is announced in our original identity. So if you, we're not seeing his master plan, then that means we don't realize who we are in him. And some of these last ones will really tell you who you are in him. 
He redesigned and engineered us from the start to be jointly fashioned in the same, okay, this is so important, from the start. He pre-designed us. He engineered us to be jointly fashioned in the same mold and image of Jesus. This is so great. This is what the mirror did for me. When, it, when I saw that I was made in the image and likeness of Jesus, and it, you go back and look in the other translations and then you'll see it. According to the exact blueprint of God's thought, we are pre-designed and engineered like Jesus. Not, we're not saying that we're deity and we're not saying that we're God. When he, we allow him in us, that's how we can live. We see the original intended pattern of our lives preserved in Jesus. Jesus is the firstborn from the same womb that reveals our Genesis. That's when it talks about in um, Corinthians 5.17 where we're new creatures. We really are new species of being. We're beyond human beings because we're in a spirit realm. We are spirits, we have a soul, and we live in a body. But until we realize our identity in that fashion, then we keep floundering in this same realm, operating in this realm. And it's operating in a, God's realm over the flesh realm that is victory. And it's not spooky or kooky. It's just exactly what Jesus did. And it's so fun. So Jesus reconfirms that we are the invention of God. We come from above. You can see John 1, 13 and John 3, 3 through 13. We are also born anew when he was raised from the dead. So for anyone, especially during this time, that doesn't know about Jesus, just accept him. That is what faith is. Stirring in your heart. Just say, yes, I want Jesus in my heart. Tell me what to do. That's all you got to do. 1 Peter 1, 3 talks about Jesus' resurrection co-reveals our common genesis as well as our redeemed innocence. Without Jesus, we are enslaved to the world. With Jesus, we are free. And we've it's by faith that we choose to believe this. And it's only through reading the word and being with the Holy Spirit that we get this. So this is why it's, Jesus is not a call, ashamed to call us his siblings. Jesus is our brother. How amazing is that? We share the same origin. You can look at Hebrews 2.11. So this is, um, I'm almost finishing up. Acts 17.28 well, even says, In him. We live and move and have our being. We are indeed God's offspring. We are indeed the offspring of Jesus. We are in that lineage. We aren't in that lineage when we try to do the fence stuff. And that's what I used to do until age 42. I love God. Jesus is in my heart. But let me just do my job this way. I love God. Jesus is in my heart. Let me make money over here. I love God. Jesus is in my heart. Let me make find my spouse. I love God. Jesus is in my heart. I got to see what I got to do. Well, I tried all that, and at 42, I surrendered because I yielded all my desires, wants, intentions, emotions, everything to him. That is what most people don't do. They maybe surrender their heart, but they don't surrender their financial plan. They surrender their heart, but they don't surrender their spouse or family. How many people do you know are willing to stay single to whatever age, 50, 70, if that's what God says? We're not saying it has to be that way. There are scriptures that Paul talks about it, even Jesus and John, about that is a calling for some people. It's not a bad thing. But most people aren't willing to accept it because they're too afraid. Well, afraid is not of God. This life is so joyous, joyful, joyful. 
If we let God be God in us, if we try to do it in our own and not let God be God over finances, let God be God over this whole situation, you might think, well, you don't know what I'm talking about. I am so strapped. I'm strapped with this. I'm strapped with this. I'm strapped with this. What I mean by that is money's not coming in. My kids don't have this. My kids. Okay, the, the way we do this, the, just the way we do it is you, you can write it on a piece of paper and acknowledge, okay, no money for food. Okay, child needs this. Okay, so-and-so needs allergy medicine. So, okay, write it down. Then the next thing you do is you fold it and you put it to the side and say, Jesus, this is yours. I'm going to spend time with you. And if you say, oh, well, that doesn't work. Well, it does because it's the way I live. For seven, eight years, I don't do this on my own. I don't get a paycheck. I live by faith as an example of what Jesus wanted me to do so that you can do it also. That's why I'm not a public speaker. That's why this broadcast is not professional. That's why the editing is not professional. That's why I'm not perfect. Because if all that was perfect, then no one would think they can do it. If someone who interrupts her dad and someone who has funny broadcasts and is loud and this and that and the other can let God be God, then everybody can. This is the thing. This is the revelation of why King Worldwide is here. Not promoting Lisa. That's why it's called King Worldwide. Jesus is the king. I mean, it's not because my last name is King. It's not a coincidence, but Jesus is the king. And no matter what anyone says, he's in charge of this ministry. He tells me what to say. He tells me what to broadcast. He tells me what to read. He tells me what to wear. He tells me what to do. If I miss it, I repent. So it's not a big deal, but it's a lot easier. Last thing, Jesus reveals that we pre-existed in God. Jesus defines us. So whenever you're having challenges, you know what? I'll go to Jesus. It's your deal. I'm not being disrespectful. I'm not being irresponsible. I write it down. I acknowledge it. And then I give it to him. I don't pick up the paper back. I don't say, well, let me, let me figure it out. Because every time we do that, we're not having faith. But at the same time, if we're not willing to get our face and eyes and ears in the word on the pages, then that paper is going to come alive and that paper is going to speak to you. The, the pressure has to go on the word. The pressure has to go on the promises, not nasty or sassy. It's in confidence. God cannot answer us if we're begging. That's not his children. You, you all know my dad. Do you think that I talk to my dad like, oh, please help me? He would be like, who are you? No, maybe if I was two, but I'm 50. He expects me to be grown up and speak to him like a normal human being. That's what God does. He's in us. So this is about finding out who we are and stepping into it. Let him be God in us. He defined us. He rendered us innocent and also adorned us with splendor and esteem. Thank you. He redeemed our innocence and restored the glory we lost in Adam. So you can look at Romans 3, 23 and 24. Last sentence, 31. All these things that we just talked about, they point to one conclusion. It's just one. Like, God is for you. God is for me. God is for us. So it doesn't matter what comes against us. It doesn't matter what we see in the natural. It doesn't matter circumstances. Faith only works when we decide to acknowledge, lay it down, go to the word. It's okay, but you don't keep acknowledging. You acknowledge once. So you feel like you have to take responsibility? Fair. Write it down. These are the exact things he taught me to do regarding finances, bills, relationships, people, situations, ministry, videotaping, editing, whatever. 
every single thing in life, even as far as makeup, um, what foundation. It might seem silly to you, but I didn't know anything about this stuff. When I was selling pharmaceuticals, I did the same thing for years. I didn't wear certain makeup. I don't really care. Honestly, I don't care about the makeup. I don't care about those things, but it makes a difference with the, with the filming thing. And so God told me to do that. If he didn't tell me to do it, then I wouldn't. So when we let God be God, then we put, it's, we're not shirking responsibility. We're letting him be God in our lives. And that's what he wants. Because when he can be God, he can sift everything. He can, he can do everything. He can split the Red Sea. When I know, realize this, we've heard it forever, but he split the Red Sea. If he can split the Red Sea, he needed a man to do it. He told Moses to lift up his, his scepter and whatever, command, whatever he told him to do. And that happened. So that's what he needs us to do. He needs us to obey him and speak his word like my dad always talks about. We speak his word. When we acknowledge, acknowledge things, I don't say those out loud because I'm not afraid of them. They don't have power over me, but I'm not going to give them attention. It is what it is. Do you know God already knows what we need and want? He put us here. And he already said in 2 Corinthians 9, 8 that he, his grace abounds more and more, more than what we need, more than what we need for us and to supply for people that need things. So it's all in his word. But until we see it in a different way, we see the word as our, our manual, the mirror, the mirror, seeing, seeing the word in the mirror has been a hard revelation for me. But when I see it as my identity, I should say in the past, see it as my identity. When I read this mirror, it's talking about my rights, my ability, my authority in Jesus, letting Holy Spirit be in me. And the only way the Holy Spirit can't be in me is when my flesh is leading. And that doesn't mean body only. That means my intellectual reasoning, my thinking. If I have to be doing things in my mind to keep my mind busy, then that's a sign that the mental reasoning is controlling. And the Holy Spirit cannot, it can only get in a little bit. The greatest life is when we put those thoughts down, put those feelings down under the cross and let Jesus God be God we don't say I'm not going to have that I'm not going to have that control me is what we say and we let God be God and that's what this is all about it doesn't mean I'm not following the rules of the government I'm in my house as you see this is my little studio but at the same time there has been tendencies where I used to like feel like oh, I want to go somewhere but that, what do I do with that I say in the name of Jesus I'm not having that thought rule Glory to God. If I want to go for a walk around my condo, I'll go for a walk. Lord, I'm yours to command. What would you have me do? And it's a constant conversation all the time. It doesn't, if I wasn't having constant fellowship with the Holy Spirit, I would be in the same boat as everybody else that's getting sick and dying. This is not about us. It's about letting God be God. And that's how everyone in the Bible was victorious. Abraham, Noah, Isaac, Jesus, Joshua. You can name them all. It's because they allowed God. They chose to trust what God said. Abraham staggered not at the promise that was given him. Staggered not. That doesn't mean he didn't have doubts. But if he staggered not, he didn't allow doubts in. And they're not even recorded. So he staggered not. That doesn't mean he supernaturally didn't have doubts. It means he did what we're doing. We cast down every thought to the obedience of Christ. 2 Corinthians 10, 5. Everything in the word tells us what to do. Now, it's a matter of how are we going to do it and are we going to be consistent doing it? Because if we do it once and then let it overtake us, then we're back to square one. And we stand for the long, what do they call it? Stand for the count. 
What is forever? I was, I'm willing to stand forever. Put me in jail. Take me here. Do this. I don't care. God will take us wherever we need to be. I'm not sure what that means at this point, but diplomatic, we are to walk. Yes, a diplomatic community. Does that mean follow what we're doing? Stay at home. Yes, I'm definitely staying at home. Um, so let God be God in and through us. And that's how we experience the joy of the Lord in the midst of things. And lastly, the Lord said God's glory is coming upon us and up through us. And when other people see darkness, the Lord is going to be using us to just walk by someone and the glory of God come upon them and then be healed and free. And it's not going to be famous preachers. It's going to be farmers, pharmacists, people outside, people in your neighbors. It's, it's not about being anything. It's about how open is our heart to the Lord. One last thing the Lord told me to do. I'm supposed, I'm, I want to. I want to give everyone the opportunity to um, partner, to uh, associate, to connect with King Worldwide. The anointing of God is on this ministry, and it's not by my doing. It's because I'm out of the way. And he said, consider, I need to let you have the opportunity to partner with us in any way you want. You can just go to our website, but just stay connected. So what's the anointing on you will be connected with us, and the anointing on us will be connected with you, because that's God's plan for the body of Christ, to all be connected as one in his plan. Okay, I get so excited about the word once the Lord comes on me, and I just go, Bleh. all right, I love you, and just go to our website if you need any prayers. Email me if you need anything, king at kingworldwide.com. But make sure you've done your part in the word because I'm not the savior. I'm not your answer. I'm a facilitator. I help facilitate you with the Holy Spirit and you with God, Father God. He's our source. That's why it's not as hard to have a ministry if I, if I keep allowing everyone to go to God and they're willing to go to God. I am not your answer. Jesus is our answer. Glory to God. Okay. Happy Easter. Love you all. See you. Bye. Oh, kingworldwide.com. www.kingworldwide.com. And I think it's in my profile of um, Periscope. Okay, love y'all. I really do. Love you. Bye.